Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 179. I'm your host, David Z. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hi. Today we are going to get super spoilery on Gotham 221, A Legion of Horribles. To recap, Hugo Strange brings Fish Mooney back using the DNA of a cuttlefish. <laughs> you can't even say the sentence without giggling. <laughs> Unlike the other patients, Fish remembers who she is. Because, of course, she does. She also has mm-hmm. nifty new fingernail powers of persuasion. Or mm-hmm. just long fingernails on her hand, which she uses for her powers of persuasion. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne is worried about Selina. Alfred is very disappointed in Bruce. And Lucius drives Bruce to Arkham so Jim Gordon can dress up like a security guard, see what wall Lucius marked during his tour with Peabody, and make it down to Indian Hill. Strange and Bruce chat, and that gets super weird super fast, as Strange thinks it's okay to pretty much admit to having involvement in Thomas's murder and... Warn slash threatens Bruce uh, not to go down the same path as his father. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets grabbed. Bruce and Lucius are thrown into a gas chamber where Enigma, who has, of course, wor- wormed his way into Strange's good graces, interrogates them about what they know in regards to Strange, while Strange uses some steampunk-looking crap to make Clayface look like Jim Gordon. Also, mm-hmm. Selina convinces a brainwashed Firefly that she needs a servant, so Selina is saved. Oh, yeah, and the Court of Owls are totally in charge of Doctor Strange. Right. <laughs> and presumably everything. And uh, presumably everything, yeah. Yeah. So, big good news of the episode. Court of Owls! Right? Uh, yes, sir! You know what sucks about the Court of Owls here? I really miss those owl masks from the Snyder <laughs> from Run. From the drawings? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, those were creepy. I mean, I have... Oh, I should say from the Capullo drawings. Sorry, yeah, sorry, right, Jock. Right. Don't beat my ass. Uh, well, I mean, I've seen those, those masks and, uh, one of the cool things about the, in the comics was like, you could see throughout, they would have, they had pictures up from like various owls throughout time and they all had the same masks. Um, these masks sort of look like, I don't know, I don't know what you would call it. Like old timey, um, costume parties for rich people who don't actually dress. They just put on fancy feathered masks or something. Hmm. Um, that's what this looked like. Uh, I don't know. I sort of, I really favor the, uh, the white owl shaped masks, the masks that they had in the comics, but whatever. It's court of owls and, you know, it's cool that, you know, uh, strange is, is bringing people back from the dead. Well, gee, wonder why the court of owls would be interested in him doing that. Talons y'all talons. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was, cool. uh, yeah. that was all pretty fantastic. And uh, the Court of Owls little voice modification, you know, the soft, uh, what are they, the little uh, voice modifier box thing, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the hell that is. Yeah, good call, good call. Learning from Arrow there. Good call, Arrow. Or right. <laughs> um, so did the Indian Hill resu- uh, resuscitation turn Bridget into a bad actress? Is that what happened here? Because as Firefly, Probably. she's pretty bad. No, I disagree on that. Uh, it As, um, I forget, what's her actual name in the show? What's... Uh, Bridget? What was the full name? Ah, screw it. Forgot the full name at the moment. But yeah, as Bridget, Bridget she was pretty good. Thank you. I knew it was a whole set of things. Mm-hmm. Um, people's ch- uh, charcoalish looking people. Right. Um, yeah, as Bridget Pike, she was actually pretty damn good. Uh, especially like her and Selena, they got they they got on well. It seems things were uh, productive. I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Firefly. I really didn't mind it. I, I didn't think it was. Um, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I thought she was. Uh, I mean, pre burn victim Fireflies, I thought she was pretty good. And yeah, um, I agree with that. Here, 
I, here it's hard to say. I mean, she thinks she's a god. Sure. And maybe she just went to a bunch of like really bad, you know, third-rate plays with bad actors and actresses. Yeah, well, I just don't understand why like that's what she thinks gods look like and talk being like. a god and or a supervillain. Apparently, according to all these DC shows, mm-hmm. <laughs> even our beloved The Flash at times does yeah. this. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. like being a god or a supervillain turns you into a terrible actor. They like, get all Bridget, Maxi Zeus on it. Yeah, like, she was as bad here as the line, "Boy, Bridget, someone sure scrambled your eggs." Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That would make me laugh. Like, I felt like that was like pulled directly from like a Jimmy Olsen quote or something from like Action oh, Comics probably circa 1952. Is, yeah, like, you know, somewhere between 49 and 53-ish. Yeah, that's probably in there somewhere. It's actively I did, bad. I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. It was It was so stupid, it made me laugh. But you know what was wonderful and, and hilarious was Bullock talking to the press. Going, mm-hmm. <laughs> suspect was uh, blown up. By a yeah. person or persons unknown. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's one of the best interviews with any police officer I think I've ever seen. Um, and then he had two two great ones coming up after that. Uh, at the end of that interview, it was, uh, I think it was at the interv- end of the interview, right? Somebody asked him who killed Gallivan, and he just looks at which time. Yeah, that was good. That was fantastic. And then... Um, Later, he says, uh, uh, how long are you expecting to be the interim, blah, 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 until literally the second someone else wants the job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bullock, you never fail me. <laughs> I could watch a show just called Bullock. Screw Gotham. It, I don't yes. need Gotham. No. Unregister Pennyworth. That's not true. I wouldn't give up Pennyworth.com for anything. Right. But at least go register Bullock.com. Give me like five good webisodes of each of their uh, separate single adventures. God, how much would you like to to watch uh, Pennyworth back in his like SSI days? I'd watch it. Oh yeah. I don't know why. I I don't. It I don't would know be how fun. I couldn't. Don't know how I couldn't. Um, I had to give some props to the costume people on this episode though. Okay. Because I the the little girl playing Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do. It's it's TV magic, but they make her look like a sixty year old vagabond. <laughs> I love it. You know what I hated is that she just kind of showed up just to be like, hey, look, remember me? I'm a thing. Like, oh, they, they said it in the show, like, what are you doing here? This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Apparently, she was supposed to come feed the birds around that time. Mm. That's what I gathered. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I didn't... Or it could no just point. be a meta joke about, what are you doing here? This is where I'm meant to be. Because no, script. There was no reason for it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It felt like they just had that scene. Like, we might be falling short on this episode. <laughs> I've never been disappointed when I saw her, though. That's... Yeah. To some extent, I admit I'm willing to let things slide because it's, it's uh, yeah, maybe you didn't give me a good enough reason, but hell, that little girl makes me laugh. She gives me the creeps. But whatever, <laughs> <too>. man. <laughs> that too. You know I what? I uh, imagining her as like the, the seductress version of Poison Ivy later, though. It's, and it's because, yeah. like I said, 60-year-old Vagabond is a 13-year-old. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think she's going to um, get her groove back, I guess, at some point. Yeah, I don't know, like. I don't know what they're doing with her. I, I would de- I would very much doubt if we ever actually got to see her become Poison Ivy. No, oh, it's yeah, it's hugely in doubt. Um, hugely so in doubt. for the if for no other reason than she, it would take years to have her an appropriate age to put her in in a Poison Ivy costume. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen one that isn't to put it very lightly skimpy. <laughs> yeah. I, 
you know, from one piece bathing suit all the way to a few leaves covering choice right. areas. Yeah, she is very skinny. Adam and Eve in the Arkham games. It's all right. So I don't. I feel bad saying that the Clayface guy is a terrible actor since all he really got to do was scream. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I, I got nothing against him. He looks ridiculous. Mm, which part? Um, the part where he looks like a '90s Stretch Armstrong commercial. <laughs> well, it. I'll go ahead and cut to this point. <clears throat> If I may. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I was so excited about Clayface. I know. So damn excited about Clayface. I know. And instead, what they gave me was literally someone with a Clayface. Okay, uh-huh. fine, fine, fine. You want to limit his powers? We're doing a show that's supposed to be based in a little bit of realism here. Okay, I get it. He mm-hmm. can't completely metamorphize himself. Metamorphize? I don't know. He's not metamorphic. We'll go with that one. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I can deal with that. But just turning him into a doppelganger fake Gordon is absolute, unadulterated bullshit. Absolutely. Worst use of Clayface in the history of comics and anything related to them. Look, man, the original Basil Carlo, he was an actor. He didn't even have powers for the longest time. Like He he took on the persona of one of his uh, famous um, murderer characters and started killing a bunch of people when his... Mm -hmm. uh, when they were going to remake his his classic, one of his classic movies, um, yeah, yeah, he gave himself clay powers later on, way later on, using like Matt Hagen, the second Clayface's uh, uh, blood or something, if I remember correctly. There there are a couple of them that use Matt Hagen's blood, but uh, he became part of the Mud Pack and actually had the the clay powers. Yeah, this version here is just kind of lame. They they could have actually done like a gritty like serial killer edition of of clayface and actually had the pathos and the you know fall from i mean shit man there are actors on the show they should be able to re- relate to this <laughs> yeah no that's the fun part is like as you decide as, as you uh you said there's a whole storyline where he doesn't even have powers if you wanted yeah, to keep yeah. it real you can do that and i that mm-hmm. could I, I at worst we'd be sitting here saying like why do we have a serial killer story in the middle of the thing kill off a character in the middle of the serial killer story find mm-hmm. somebody you got plenty of characters you got a whole city Create somebody four episodes ago to kill him now. That's fine. Right. And, you, you know, do it I'm all not, the time. Hey, I'm not saying it doesn't, you know, okay, that's not the story they're wanting to tell here. I'm just saying, as for the character Basil, of Basil Carlo, mm-hmm. eh, they should have done Matt Hagen or something. Like, the animated well, series never if, even mentioned Basil Carlo. They just went straight for Hagen. Yeah. Because, I mean, um, you're an animated series, and it's a lot more fun to do the character who can change sure. shape and everything. That's fine. Sure. But, and, by the way, they rewrote the Matt Hagen storyline and made it and like pushed it in with the Basil Carlo where he was like a failing actor. Thing? Well, yeah, I mean, he was an actor and then like Daggett gave him the, that stuff that made him be able to change his face, you know? And oh, he it, didn't give it to him. He forced it down his throat and a silhouette in the back of an alley and it traumatized well, he, him. He gave it to him in exchange for like D uh, for like, Oh, that's work. right. That's and right. And then when he wouldn't give it to him anymore, Hagen broke in and tried to get it. And he basically had his goons kill him by pouring sh- that shit down his yeah, throat. Yeah, they, they taught him a lesson. Seriously, that scene, they only did it in silhouette, I think. Am I remembering that right? Um, yeah, but, they only uh, did that in silhouette. It was one of those scenes you couldn't, if you had done it full full on, the censors would have absolutely told you to screw yourself. But um, Yeah, and then you have that great bit at the end where he's dying, or you think he's dying, and he's like, I would have killed for a death scene like this. <laughs> and it, as he's like shifting in shape in shape like he's, he's like literally undulating in front of batman as he's dying and then he uh he like ekes out too bad i won't get to read the notices 
Oh. <laughs> oh. You see, this is why. This is why we give Gotham shit. Because TAS did so much stuff we right. Just, yeah, it's... it's um, <sighs> Fundamentally, we hold it against that, that high watermark, and that's... Um, that might be on us. I don't know. It may be. I, I, it's... Uh, don't get me wrong. The Gotham, on many occasions, has absolutely made me forget about TAS. Sure, they do. They do a few things really well. And in the last few episodes, we've been all about this. Like, I was excited absolutely. to watch this episode because they've been on a damn roll. And I'm, I'm still like, I didn't like the Clayface thing. I'm absolutely like, I loathe the we're gonna have a second Gordon who's not really Gordon. Oh <laughs> yeah, I hate that so much. Please, please <laughs> do something else. There's so many other things you could have done with our time. <laughs> I agree. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, I that's the last thing I want to see. Honestly, it's just I, I'm I still I've said it before. It's heroes that finally broke me. I've um, I'm so damn bored with the not really him trope. Oh, I've I've been bored with that trope for years. I'm 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 done with it. I'll tell you what I like though is um the DNA they were using was kind of fun. Like when they said cuttlefish DNA to regenerate. Fish Mooney, uh-huh. I went, oh, yeah, no, Fish is totally going to know who she is. Because, yeah, uh-huh. they went ahead and expounded it and said, like, the neural tissue, uh, you know, reconnects itself and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, she's going to come back and she's going to be herself. And um, I, 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 I knew that little tiny piece of trivia about cuttlefish that they can regenerate even brain cells and all that. That's cool. Whatever. Fine. Uh-huh. Um, but I did not know that cuttlefish's, uh, their, their primary diet was scenery uh-huh. until I saw Fish Mooney in action. <laughs> I just, you know, that's a fine thing to know about the cuttlefish. It's just, I feel like they were like, okay, we have to use the DNA of a fish that has these properties. And they looked around because it had to be a fish to go along with Fish Mooney. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be and don't get me wrong, a, a, a lot of, there are very few creatures that can actually regenerate neural tissue. And, um, God, I hope I'm not wrong about that. I've kind of run across that in piece of information and I may be completely wrong. But, um, it's, mm. it's difficult. Like... Some creatures can regenerate cell tissue, but not neural tissue. It's different. And right. um, like that, that famous salamander that can regrow any damn thing at once, um, I'm not sure it can do neural tissue either. Um, mm. It's rare, um, if not impossible, if I'm wrong about how cuttlefish work. But um, Well, still, if Jason I did like the is knot. wrong, if Jason is wrong, please go over to our Facebook please page. Please yell at me on Facebook or Twitter. On Facebook. They will tell him about me on Twitter. On Facebook. Do it on Facebook. Jason will see it on Facebook. That's true. I will see it. I want him to see it. I don't I don't want to have to be his go between. <laughs> <laughs> Come tell me I'm wrong in person. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash DC on screen. Right, right. And just Dude. let me know how how yeah. giant my idiocy has grown. I'll I'll live with it. I've lived through worse. <laughs> But even in, even in the DNA realm, they use like octopus DNA to to do Clayface. Eh, it was, that's a cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> Alfred like yelling at Bruce, "You put your own crap over that girl's safety." I'm like, "Yeah, keep preaching, Alfred." <laughs> Bruce yep. won't eventually endanger tons of children. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie, I hate to tell you, but this is not an argument you're going to eventually win. Sorry, buddy. I was somewhat pleased to see Cornelia Sturk, and then they made him into a sharp-toothed weirdo Klingon character, and I went, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Is that just, did he just 
is that the facade he was putting on that day or you know maybe was that how he chose to present himself? Look, uh, you know, the comics do it too. They they change up the different variations, like the, the way you see characters. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll have Penguin really, really fat with sharp teeth and long hair. Sometimes he's very cultured and, yeah. you know, they the creator, creators do whatever the hell they want. And that's part of the reason they keep rebooting shit. But, yeah. I've seen Cornelius Sturt done in a number of ways, and my favorite way was uh, the way I came to know him. He was much more of a Steve Buscemi character, like a quiet guy who was like just killing people and eating them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, big old fat dude, because of, of course he has to be fat if he eats humans. Why um, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? With big yellow sharp teeth like a Klingon. Eh. I was intrigued for a, a second, and it, it was it was funny to see Ed reacting the way it was. Yeah, but. that was good. Um, yeah, that was good. But, um, and I don't want to say wasted opportunity cause there's, no. you know, a few hundred IPs and you, can, cares. you threw it in, you threw it in. Why not? Sure. Whatever. I mean, dude. congratulations guys. You found the one podcast that has the one person in the world who cares about Cornelius Sturk. Right. Even Jeff Johns is going, who? Who? What? <laughs> Where did I put him? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um. Seemed like Strange kind of put Fish Mooney in the uh, in that outfit from Watchmen. Uh. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. What's his name? Oh, again? and God, I, I don't even remember. I'm not blanking. I know, I know it, but I'm blanking. I, what is? Oh, I, I feel bad. I should know. I know. Me too. Like I'm just gone. Wait, now let me make sure. Let me make sure. Were you talking about Oz- Ozymandia? Huh? Were you talking about Ozymandia though, or Owlman? Yeah, Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Yeah. That's him. Yeah, that's a lot more purple about. in his. I think. I mean, he had like a similar neck thing going on. Um, yeah. The um, I didn't. My catch favorite who part of this though, he, she was going to be called. Who? What was going to be called? Because uh, Strange tells Fish, he's like, "You are the goddess." Blah blah blah. Like, he gives her a name. Oh. And she's yeah. like, "Bullshit, <laughs> jive turkey. I'm Fish Mooney, bitch." Yeah, I um, um I didn't catch that because I was already kind of <laughs> leaping ahead. I, right. And when I saw the outfit, um, I got distracted immediately because she comes and. <laughs> First of all, we found she had uh, cuttlefishery mind control powers. Right. Well, whatever. And then <laughs> later, like the guy comes back with his uh, it, 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 with a sandwich. Comes back with a grilled cheese sandwich, and she gives mm-hmm. him the whole "You made me a sandwich," and like. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I was like, she she says, you made me a sandwich, and I'm looking at her going, yeah, a ham sandwich. Jesus, mm-hmm. woman. Pull it back about 10 yards. You know what's so weird is that, like, I've seen Jada Pinkett Smith in a lot of things, and she's never no, been that No, I don't know hammy. why she goes so far this in the show, and it's not even always in the show. I don't understand. I, I never do. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm with her in this, I never quite get it. Um, I actually did enjoy the Strange and Bruce Wayne conversation, though. Yeah, I did too. It was, it was a little weird. bit, a little, little bit of a chess. I, I liked that. Um, I mean, Strange just straight up begging and make the choice your father never did was kind of cool. And he does as as uh, as much motion as he can show as far as that goes. Um, it just genuinely asks him not to make the same mistake because we've learned in the episode that Strange isn't even control of his own actions. It's, he's clearly working for the Court of Owls and was failing at it early on mm-hmm. um, until he got the the first true reanimate. But um, Bruce telling him, like, my, my father fought and died for what he believed was right, and if necessary, so will I. Oh, man. Every 
Mm-hmm. Almost every week, they give me one line like that where I just, it's just, I, I giggle and go, oh, tiny bat. <laughs> yep. One day you will be the man we, we love. I have, I have a, hmm? go ahead. What? Oh, go ahead. Oh, you sure? Oh, yeah. I was confused about something, and I wanted to know, because you, you know, you've studied uh, psychology and stuff. Maybe well, you let's know let's give this. that a shot, then. Who knows? All right. Um, science. We'll see. There's there's a bit where Lucius Fox and Peabody are walking through the asylum, and Lucius looks at the inmates and goes, who designed these uniforms? <laughs> Which was funny, because I was like, that's what I've been thinking the whole time. I was like, oh, why are yeah. they doing that? And then Peabody looks like looks at him like he's an idiot she's like you don't have or do you have much uh experience with the mentally ill doctor or whatever or mr fox or whatever it was is there some kind of a thing that i'm not aware of where like lunatics need stripes to maintain sanity or something not at all (laughs) that i've ever run across it that was pure deflection from her there's not okay there's not one thing that i've ever run across that says yeah clearly you should make uniforms that are semantically connected to crazy people and mm-hmm. like from everything from bad TV to good TV to Looney Tunes, you, you connect the, the stripes to prison. Right. And, uh, you know, crazy houses. You, you don't, there's no, no, I couldn't imagine just a justification for that. Frankly, in my opinion, okay. this should all probably be like a, a light oat sky blue. Because so, so you know, I was color for most people. The scene very, very much felt like it was just Gotham giving me a middle finger. Or like fans like me. Yeah, I think it was a lantern. Uh, it was a hanging a lantern thing. I mean, um, I think it was. But um, at the same time, I was just like, okay, so is there something there? I guess not. I'm... Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I, I got, I got nothing, man. There's, there's, I can't help that. Let me ask you this: Did you laugh when you, when Jim looks down and sees the gigantic white arrow that Lucius drew <laughs> on that wall? The gigantic, apparently subtle arrow. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I did like, laugh before when Gordon gets out of the trunk. I I thought to myself like, who couldn't use a trunk, Gordon? That sounds like a a great stocking stuffer. Here's a trunk, Gordon. Most useful thing you can put in your trunk. <laughs> Tell him the coast is clear, and out he comes to do whatever weird thing you want him to do today. Yeah, it, it, just very versatile gift idea for, for anyone with mm-hmm. a birthday coming up and a loved one there. They're trying to uh, help out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the, um, I love Strange saying your father's actions fired the gun. That that got me. That was, um, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, it was a brutal conversation between those two. Well done on both their parts, really. And, of course, Strange knew they were there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Of course. You're in his house now. Did I miss a uh, an integral part where uh, Selena hogtied Firefly? Um, I don't remember her being hogtied, but that's probably just on my memory. It was like there was a bit where like Selena was like coming after her, or no, like Firefly was coming after Selena, and it was like, oh no, and she was like, oh, and you need a servant, right, or whatever, and then like all of a sudden, like oh, it was um, it comes back and that? Selena uh, has hogtied Firefly. <laughs> I don't recall that one. No, the the I actually liked. This is Selena. This is being. Uh, this is Tiny Catwoman. Um, you can't be a goddess without a servant. The professor just got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Man, she hasn't disappointed me either. Yeah. And more than that, I was delighted with. All right. Um. So Alfred's giant. Uh. Are, are, there is no episode with Alfred in it where I don't have one line that I absolutely adore. And in this one, talking to Bullock here, grab your guns, your badge, your bits, and your bobs, and let's go. <laughs> 
And I love the bullock bit. Well, we could send in an assault force of a pudgy middle-aged Irish detective <laughs> and a recently stabbed Englishman. <laughs> I think the acting captain of the GCPD could do a little better. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I'm telling you, man, those two, those two have never done me wrong. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. When they put that contraption on uh, on Gordon's head and started pouring that white liquid in, I thought, oh, yeah. here's how he gets the white hair and white mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a mustache miracle grow. Yeah. Oh, and I just, I love the, oh, one last bit. And he has to put on, like, the, the really fake right big piece of hair that looks right. perfect once he puts it on. The rug. The straight rug. I'm like, oh, what do you know? It looks like Ben McKenzie with his hair intact. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a wig go on that effortlessly. No. I think there's glue involved in stuff. I, I, I'm really not at all sure about that procedure, um, fortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you uh, know. Man. Wigs mm -mm. don't work that way. I yeah. mean... I haven't, it hasn't been, an, you know, a necessity for me to wear one yet, thankfully, even though <laughs> I'm going pretty thin. Um, I'm getting kind of thin, but, you know, I've worn wigs for videos for our comedy sketches and stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't work that way. They don't, especially like that, like, closely cropped haircut that Gordon has on the back and sides. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't real. Not with, especially not with that wig that they, they had. <laughs> it did not look similar, really, at all. No, just, no, just did not, and I, I've never, like I said, I have no, uh, no experience with them. I've, I've, you know, mm -hmm. done a little bit of theater stuff and all that, but it's just, it's never come down to wigs for me. And um, come down admit, to wigs, <laughs> it's never come down to wigs. And I've, I've been bald one time in my life uh, mm -hmm. after a uh, brain surgery. So there's that explanation for anyone who uh, mm. has wondered about me. Um, and yeah, um, hair all grew back, yeah. except for a gnarly little scar. Mm. Yeah, it's a fine scar. <laughs> a scar worthy of a Punisher type character. Yeah, you yeah. miss your calling, Jason. I know. Should have shaved my head and said, "Look at this scar," while I distract people and shoot them. But no, right. in my case, uh, Wiggery never Wiggery. never came to the front. <laughs> never came to the forefront. Right. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, the promo for next week for the season finale. Um, it is looking like penguins in full force. That's pretty much, you know, it's going to be penguin and court of owls and apparently a Jim Gordon doppelganger. I really hope they don't leave the doppelganger there till next season. I don't want to see that shit. I want to get done. Well, if it's between that and ending what was otherwise a pretty damn strong run you were having on this season, um, mm -hmm. with like a doppelganger reps, I'd almost rather him bench the guy and deal with it next season than deal with him now. Mm -hmm. I'm just... Putting off trouble for another day, I know, but yeah, I don't want this looming. I want them to just—I want someone to just come in and shoot Basil Carlo in the head in the like, first yeah. five minutes. In the first as five as, minutes, yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they're still in the place, you know, and <laughs> they're still in Indian Hill, yeah. and we've got some cops coming. Yeah. So just you know, I know there's going to be a, like a scuffle, and Gordon's going to wind up being subdued and. Carlo's probably going to be... I don't want that. No, before I even see the Gotham splash screen, I want to see Bullock walk up to this Gotham and shoot him in the head and say, nah, it's not my gym. Where's my gym? What have y'all done? Yep. That's what I want. Yep. Who so, tried to uh, copy my gym? 
<laughs> Don't make me go to the whammy drawer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man's acting captain. I think he can do better than the whammy drawer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's all I've got. Yeah, I think we've covered the penultimate Gotham of S2. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever pods are caught. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Uh, go and check out the other amazing shows on the network, including our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Our next episode, we'll be reviewing The Flash 222 Invincible. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.